Welcome to the Wags of SCI podcast, where we discuss life, love, and caregiving after spinal cord injury. Hosted by Elena Polly and Brooke Paget. Let's take a moment to hear from our amazing sponsors. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Wishart Brain and Spine Law. Led by our personal mentor and lawyer, Robin Wishart, Wishart Brain and Spine Law is a uniquely specialized law firm located in Vancouver, British Columbia. They focus their practice on complex spinal cord injury and traumatic brain injury cases. And they work with clients all over North America as advocates and a much needed resource in the spinal cord injury community. Robin and her team look at their clients differently than other firms. You're not just a case, you're a person with a family, a life, and a purpose. They are always looking for ways to help improve the quality of life for their clients by providing the support they need for their recovery, such as assisting with insurance and benefits paperwork, finding resources for home adaptations, setting up medical appointments with doctors and specialists, and making sure that their clients are doing physically and mentally okay. Wish Our Brain and Spine Law is proud to support WAGs of SCI. Robin is committed to helping clients and their families any way that she can because she wants you to live your life and not your claim. Your first consultation is always free. So contact them at brainandspinelaw.com and make sure to mention that the Wags of SDI sent you. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Wags of SCI podcast with your host, Selena Polly and Brooke Paget. We hope everybody has had a good start to their fall slash winter season. It's hard to believe that we are heading into November, December, almost Christmas time. So Brooke and I would like to sort of catch up with you guys. This episode, we want to recap what's going on in our lives, what we have been up to, and hopefully you guys can write it into us, letting us know how your fall winter season's been going. Yeah. Um, thanks for joining us today, everybody from across, across the globe. Um, we get, it's interesting. We get little updates, uh, about who's listening to our podcast, not specifically like how many people are listening, but the different areas of the world that people tune in. And like, there are so many different countries that we didn't even think about that are tuning in. Um, so we see you sort of, we see what country you're in, um, <laughs> at least. And it's really cool that we're reaching like the corners of the globe and um, people right. that want to hear about caregiving and spinal cord injury and our perspectives. So you know who you are. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we also wanted to, before we start the podcast, give a shout out to our major episode sponsor, uh, Robin Wishart of Wishart Brain and Spine Law. Um, we're eternally grateful for her support of this podcast and of the group, and it allows us to keep the group going. Um, and if, of course, if you need any advocacy, she is the official advocate for the WAGs of SCI community um, all over North America. You can email us if you want to get in touch with Robin and you need some legal advocacy. Uh, WAGs of SCI at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with Robin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, as Elena was saying earlier, we are 
kind of wanting to touch base because we haven't in a while. Like we've, we've had, you know, a bunch of guests and we haven't really shared what's been happening in our lives recently. And we're in a big month right now. It's November, which is Caregivers Awareness Month. And that's an international um, awareness month. So we like to participate really heavily in it every year on our social media channels and in our advocacy efforts. And it's really important because awareness is truly everything. Um, and you know, that's where it all begins. Right. 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 And sometimes you think that, you know, what you're doing isn't, isn't creating awareness and you're kind of frustrated. And I know we've been there where we're frustrated. We feel like nobody's really listening. Nobody really cares, but on the contrary, um, every little bit of light you shine on a cause that's important to you, even just by being yourself and sharing your personal story creates awareness that literally creates ripples and can actually change the world and does change the world and does change people's perspectives around you. Even when you don't think that it is, if you're speaking your truth, it is. And, you know, we're in a time right now where speaking your truth is of the ultimate importance. Um, you know, we're dealing with vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, p- the pandemic, COVID-19, different emotions around that. And it's a tough time to be in, but it's also a really interesting time in history. We're like, Elena, we're, I always like to think of it like we're like literally in a history book right now. I know. It's hard <laughs> to believe, isn't it? It's been, what. what's hard for me to believe is that it's been like, what, two years now and we're mm-hmm. all still feeling like, oh, it just began. You know, it's, know. Such, a, it's such a shock. <laughs> and, and what about how fast time is going now? And ah, I know, you know, like, I know. it's not just like, I know it's not just us that feel that way. Like the time is actually moving way faster than it ever has, which is yeah, yeah, very it really interesting. Has. Well, like we were saying this morning, even with daylight savings time, like now it's been this morning, we woke up and we were like, oh, there's a little bit of light outside. It's not so dark. You know, the days are, they feel quite short as well. When when you wake up and it's dark and you go to bed or sorry, when you come home from work or you come, yeah. you know, come home to settle down, it's dark, so dark. So we hope that everybody, you know, has sort of a bit of a portal that they can escape to or some some great things you can utilize to boost your morale, boost yeah. your light. I'm sitting here with my infrared light on. This is going to help me today. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. For anybody interested in that, Elena has an infrared light, which where did you get that from? I got it online. Actually, it came from um, a close by city here by Vancouver. It's called Burnaby. But I got it online and I don't, uh, I really don't know. Um, I'm a bit of a skeptic as I am for everything that we use. Like I have like the the sad light or whatever they call it, the seasonal affective disorder light where mm-hmm. we're always li- living in the rain and the dark here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And um, once you become a Vancouverite, you must, must, must always invest in a good umbrella, some good boots, and a good rain uh, rain jacket. So there's always, I'm always looking for new things to sort of improve our quality of life out here. But this, I don't know, it seems to be okay. It seems to be kind of working. If anything, I get a boost of really bright red light in my face. Yeah. And you were talking about like your, um, they call them like vitamin D lights. You can get them on Amazon, mm-hmm. but my husband uses one, um, cause he wakes up at six and it's pitch black. And one of the, this is actually backed by a lot of research is that, um, 
seasonal affective disorders can actually be prevented by the when you go into your space that you're going to be in in the morning and it's pitch blackout, you want to expose yourself to natural light as soon as possible for at least 10 minutes. And there's like actual science behind that. Um, I know the Huberman lab is a good podcast for, for science around seasonal affective disorders and like what he's a Stanford researcher and he's got all the science about why if you can't get natural light, then you should get one of those. This, the next best thing is one of those vitamin D lamps, um, which are, you can charge them with a USB cord and you can put the bite your computer. And if they're a foot to a foot and a half away from your face, you're going to be getting that contact with that natural light. Even though it is artificial, it, it, it does work. It's been scientifically proven to actually help you. So that's a really good tip for like caregivers and people with spinal cord injuries that are suffering. Totally. Like it's dark out, right? Well, especially if you're wanting to get the extra vitamins with, with SCI, yeah. I know that they recommend, you know, you want to get some good vitamins for your bone health, yeah. for your brain, for your body, for healing. You know, um, I think the infrared light is specifically good for specific healing. Like if you need yeah. to heal wounds and things, so yeah. that's really, really, really fun. But on a totally different topic, what did you get up to this weekend, Brooke? We want to know because this is, this is still um, something that's quite new in our world. I would say what you, what you did this weekend. Well, um, so we mentioned earlier in the podcast that um, we're going to be talking about using your voice and, you know, anybody who listens to us knows that we enjoy using our voices for change. And, Mm -hmm. you know, from our perspective, Elena, we have seen time and time and time again, what happens when you stand up for what you believe is your truth and what the truth is and, you know, what your rights are, um, what your legal rights are when you stand up for that and you don't get bullied down by that. Which is very, very, yeah. And it's very, very hard to do that. Right. I like how you said, you know, sometimes it can be very disheartening because it's not easy. No, it's not no easy one ever said up. it was easy. No mm-hmm. one, right, Elena? <laughs> no. And we've had, even in the past, of like many fights with WCB and insurance companies. It's like we've had our fair share of um, celebratory meals and cocktails and rewards after going through these really tough situations. And, and sometimes you have to. You have to see that there is a big benefit to the other side of it, right? Which can well, be... Yes. And well, the thing tough. for me is like, once you see what power your voice does have when you actually just stick to what is right and what the truth is and you don't let people in power bully you um, and you go about it in the right way, which is, you know, using research and legal legalities and stuff like that. You know, when you stick to it and you don't let yourself get taken aside by people trying to tell you what to do in favor of their own interests, we've seen what happens. And we've seen that even the smallest of voices have such incredible power. And so like, we're in a time where, you know, there's a lot of people that are, uh, it's a very polarized society right now where people are literally fighting each other saying, you should do this. You should do that. You should do this for the collective good. You should sacrifice your body autonomy for the collective good. And, you know, Elaine and I, for those of you don't know, who don't know, who are listening, we did a podcast. Oh man. How long ago was that? Almost a year ago now where we talked about the vaccination. Oh yeah. I think it was well over a year ago. I think when everything was coming out first, right? It was like right before the vaccines were coming out when they were releasing the technology and what it does. And we did a, a, a podcast that was just very impartial, that was explaining our views around the situation and talking about how the vaccine works and what the technology is and what you know, the only science that was available then 
which mm-hmm. is similar. Well, it is the same now. <laughs> it's always been the same. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we explained our personal stories as to why we were abstaining from the vaccination. And it wasn't against anybody else's perspective. It was just our personal perspective, sticking to what we know is true. Um, you know, both of us has have had either physical or psychological injuries from vaccines um, or or Mm-hmm. Uh, propaganda around vaccines in the past. And so if you're interested in that, you can go back and listen to that episode. Um, but the key point is, is like, we were never against um, anyone doing what they felt was right for them. We are truth seekers, both Elena and I, mm-hmm. we've always been questioners. We've always been people that like to know everything before we make a decision. And we like to tune into what our soul is telling us. And we are, we're very intuitive, right? That's just, that's why we connect so well, both of us. Well, and I think a lot of it has to do with as many listeners who are listening right now can agree going through the SCI life, going through spinal cord injury alongside your partner, um, has sort of made us question a lot of the medical science behind things and doctors and their opinions. And, you know, how many times have we been, or our partners been ignored or just sent home and been told, go home and heal, go home and rest up and let your body sort of do the natural thing. So, or no answers at all. Just like, we can't help you. Right. And especially with infertility, like that's a big one where, you know, many women in our community have been told, no, your partner can't, you won't be able to have a baby or you won't be able to get pregnant or you need to do IVF. And then bam, people stop doing the IVF thing and they get pregnant. Or, you know, there's, there is a lot of margin of error there. There's a lot of space for your body to naturally perform. And when the time is right, when you take that pressure off yourself, it's, you know, your body naturally heals. Yeah. And I mean, you know, (sighs) that's just what we've seen from our personal lives in our community time and time again. I mean, that those are the facts. The facts are the facts. And that's, that's all I know. And, uh, you know, having my mom who's been um, horribly taken over by Parkinson's and anxiety and all sorts of medical conditions. I've seen this time and time again that, you know, let's tweak the medications. Let's try a new method. Let's do the ECT. Let's do the brain surgeries, the DBS implantations. Let's, you know, the deep brain stimulations, the electric shock therapy, all of it. I've seen it. I've seen it all. And um, I still have to question that doctors are still people. And sometimes the medical model is not the only model. Yeah. And yeah, I I feel like we're really blessed to to have gone through those experiences like spinal cord injury. Like, you know, my experience when I was younger changed the trajectory of my entire family's life and put us on a path that we were seeking other answers besides what was given to us in the Western model. Eastern therapies, energetic therapies. I'm so lucky to have been given that opportunity and experience through my own health struggles when I was three um, from vaccinations um, and come out the other side with just a really, really wide perspective of what healing and what health is. Um, That being said, there's a lot of people that feel really isolated right now and don't actually know which way to turn. Um, yeah. And, yeah. you know, we're in a, an age of a lot of confusion. And I always like to say this is actually perfect because when you're not knowing which way to turn and when you're confused, that is when the most powerful healing and perspective changes can occur. And I feel like this is happening at a global level right now, which is like, I'm still super optimistic. I don't care what anyone says. I'm really optimistic because I've been through hell myself. Um, 
and I know what it feels like to come out the other side with a renewed perspective on life and of your own body and what your body is capable of. And I feel like there's a lot of people that are going through the same thing right now. Um, but that all being said, um, everyone yeah. else knows if they listen to the podcast that we believe in, you know, you have a right to choose what goes into your own body. We're not on any side other than, you know, we make have the been choice given, for yourself. Yeah. yeah. We have been given free will. As and, and you know, what's so funny is that being said also, it's like how many of us have, have, I would say like through our early twenties, we probably didn't make the healthiest decisions running <laughs> off of caffeine, you know, energy drinks. <laughs> yeah. The Shitty whole food. bit. So it's, I feel like for myself and I think maybe for you too, when you get into your thirties, it's like your body, your body's like, thank you so much for all the damage you had done to me earlier on. And so now I feel even more hypersensitive to everything. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. People like to attribute that to aging, but I feel like it's like just your body being like, okay, enough is enough. Let's start to heal. I'm angry. Now. Yeah, I'm yeah. angry with you for all all you've done to me. So just please <laughs> take care of me now. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Um, so that all being said, um, just to like give everyone insights into our perspective, I was really lucky to be able to participate in a peaceful protest for um workers against mandates yesterday in our city of Vancouver at the Vancouver city hall. Um, it was amazing. I showed up with my family and we were, uh, a few people, part of the over 2000 people that came. Um, and we stood along two of the busiest intersections in Vancouver and we filled the city hall parking lot peacefully with a silent protest, holding signs that just said, you know, if you take away your right to medical freedom, what else are you going to be taking away? Um, that is our perspective is that it, we're not against vaccines. We're not for vaccines, but we are against coercion. And, you know, we, we happen to live in a country that is a free country that has a constitution of, uh, and human rights, you know, charter and in the human rights charter, you know, we have the blessed ability to have body autonomy and choices over our own medical decisions. That is article seven in the Canadian charter of rights and freedoms. And so when we experience, you know, a situation that we're in where it's top-down interventions and you're forced to, like my mom here, you know, you've been practicing for 25 years, like my mom has in her practice, you have to get the vaccination also get your license removed, even though she has a history of absolutely no COVID in her clinic and she's an expert in infection control. She's been trained that way. She's been practicing 25 years. Um, you're not given an option. You're getting your license stripped away, which is kind of the point where I started to draw the line as far as my lack of participation, because I kind of have taken a stance of like, you know, especially with WAGs, you know, you respect everybody's choices, mm -hmm. right? But yeah. my stance is like, when those choices are taken away, that's when I get an issue. You should be able to choose whatever the fuck you want to do. You should be able to say, I will get the vaccine and that's fine with me because it's what I choose. You should be able to say, I will, I choose to opt out because it's my choice and it's my body. And I will do other things, the various other things that are available for infection prevention and COVID prevention. And I will, you know, submit to testing every day if I have to, which is proven to right. be more effective than the vaccines even. Um, so my thing is like choice, choice, choice. Humans need choice. Ch humans, it's, you know, I believe it was 1948 when the human world, global human charter of rights was established where um, every single person 
is supposed to have bodily autonomy and be able to make decisions for themselves and their own health. And my thing is, it's a slippery slope. When you give people permission, either by staying silent um, or giving in, because to me, both are kind of the same, um, you give them permission to take your choice away. And as human beings, we have free will. And we have choices. And if you get those taken away, it's a slippery slope. What else are they going to take away? Right. And this isn't conspiracy. Mm-hmm. This isn't a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. This isn't, oh, you know, I'm against vaccine mandates because I'm only against taking someone's personal right to choice away and telling them that they have to choose their careers, which they've built up their whole lives or their personal health and their body autonomy. And it's just, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I wish more people would see through that, but that was kind of the turning point for me when they, when my mom's license was going to be revoked for no reason other than she wanted a choice. Um, and when does it end, right? Yesterday, I met so many people in the community, naturopathic doctors. Den- I stood beside a dentist who had been practicing for 27 years. You know, dentists are the kings of infection control. They work with saliva on a daily basis, saliva flying everywhere, you know. And he's like, there have been no out- outbreaks at dental practices since March of 2020. And that was a dental convention. <laughs> and it wasn't even... You know, the initial outbreak in BC was at a dental convention. It wasn't even at a private practice. And he's like, you know, none of the colleagues that I have have ever had any issues with COVID. There's other options other than stripping someone's license away. And so, you know, if this happens, which I hope it doesn't because we're going to keep protesting, but if this happens, you know, you're not thanking people for keeping people healthy. Um, you're saying, thank you for helping our population, but you're not needed anymore because you won't submit to something that has so many other options available. So many other ways you can help the community and prevent the spread other than injecting something into your body that may not align with your values. Um, and so again, when does it end? Right. So I took part in the protest. It was an hour silent protest where we just held up our signs, just saying freedom of choice, freedom, freedoms are is, is what makes us Canadians, right. Being free to make our own decisions, um, and experience the ramifications of our decisions. But I couldn't stay silent anymore. And I don't really, I'm at the point where I don't really care. I'm not going to go lecture you about, you know, your decision to get the vaccine. I'm just going to say everybody has the right to choose. And even people who are pro, pro, pro vaccine, the ones that are like, there's science, you know, listen to the science. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you believe in, but everybody needs to have that right to choose because if you get it taken away from you, you won't ever get it back. And this has been proven in history time and time and time again, where when you submit to coercion, what can happen? And I I just don't want to see society go that way. I mean, I guess what is, what, what will be, will be, but I kind of took a stand yesterday and it felt amazing. And it was so nice to like be in um, a group of people that all were just like peaceful and wanted just choice for every human. And I, you know, one thing I did notice is there was one camera crew there, which is, you know, as someone who has a background in PR and marketing and who understands how the media works, it's really horrible what's happening. And I have so much compassion to journalists who can see what's happening right now and who really have their hands tied and are trying to keep their jobs. But what's happening is just crazy. Like there's, there's not equal coverage of, of not just both sides, but the middle as well, which is where I'm at, which is choice. 
and people were driving by and rolling down their windows and saying like, thank you guys for doing this. Like we agree honking their horns. It was amazing. It was just like a great, I was really happy to participate in that. And like, I felt really good because I knew that I'm just, I'm not taking a stance of you against me. I'm taking a stance of, I will stand up for everyone's rights. And that feels good because we're all connected, right? Absolutely. And that is the biggest thing is we are all collectively going through something that is very unknown to all of us. Right. And I think that's sort of where I have to agree with you choice over everything else. Yeah. And if you don't have choice, what do you have? Right. Well, Nothing. Right. Nothing. And yeah, no one can argue against that. Everybody wants the choice Mm -hmm. and you know, people may get mad at people for saying that, but it comes from somewhere. Right. Where does that anger come from? And I mean, you, you and I, we've gone, you know, we were like everybody else at the beginning of the pandemic. We were fearful. Yeah. We were fearful for our partners, for ourselves, for our grannies getting, you know, wiping, like you were saying, washing the vegetables and wiping yeah. ourselves down and washing the floors, every, spraying everything. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Literally leaving the house in a hazmat suit to go mm-hmm. to the grocery store. You know, like we, we've done it too. So we've gone through it. Everyone has. We have. Even yeah. celebrities are talking about how they did that, like spraying their floors and everywhere. And it's just like, but that was back when nobody knew <laughs> yeah. really what was going on. And it was kind of like, I like to say it was kind of like Ebola. Like people thought that it was like this super like spreading contagious thing that didn't have any hope for like you died instantly when you got it. Mm -hmm. Now we're at a place where we know that that's not the case and we're dealing with a different beast, which is not fear of death. It's fear of coercion and lack of choices. Conformity. Yeah. Conforming and doing things that you normally wouldn't do because you're being coerced. People are losing their jobs. People are losing their livelihood. And mm-hmm. I, I just want to give a shout out to anybody out there who has lost their job, who may be listening, or you know, who has been put in a place where they did something that they regret. Regret. I mean, you're not alone in both of those instances. And it's and it's it's a time where everybody has to just stick to what their soul is telling them and what feels good, even though it may be extremely hard. Um, sticking with your guns is not easy. Like we were talking about earlier, going up, up Mm -hmm. against government and corporations that have a ton of money that don't care about you systems in general. It is a very, very hard thing to do. But if you truly believe that your voice does matter when it comes to your truth, that's all you have. And you have to stick to that. And you have to know that, whatever happens is for your best interest. If you align yourself with who you really are and what your truth is. And like, you know, people have had to learn the hard way and that's fine. And like we said earlier, you know, we've dealt with this with insurance and we've seen this in the private group time and time again, where people stick to their appeal. They go to court, they take things as far as they can. They, they don't let intimidation tactics steer them off course from what is right. And they win. Like they win, we've won, you've won. We've all seen this. Like even the smallest things from getting door openers put into the apartment building to um, just things that are right. That, that was a very keep- big thing, by the way. That was well, not a small thing. <laughs> that like was- physically small, like like a phys- like a door opener, literally yeah. a physically small thing that costs yeah. nothing to a big corporation. That costs a lot of tears. <laughs> that costs a lot of frustration. It's, yeah, that it's costs- huge. Yeah. It's huge to you and Dan. Like. Those well, to things, everybody, right? 
Well, but, yeah, and those things build your confidence, right? They show you that as much as you're intimidated, how many times you have to ask, the right thing, if you stick to it, will prevail in the end. It will. It has to. It can be very disheartening. Let's not forget. It can be very disheartening. But anyways, so that's all we have for you guys today is the, that is some a little bit of Brooke's experience. In a, yeah, and, and just to let everybody else out there know that like – um you're not alone in whatever you're going through. (laughs) Like we live in a time where we can feel very isolated and, and people are not speaking their truth enough. But if you do speak your truth, no matter what that is, and you just understand that it's your truth, you will find other people out there that have the same values and truths as you and appreciate you speaking on them. Um, Mm -hmm even though it is really, really scary right now because you feel like you're the only one or you feel like you're the only one in your family that feels that way. And just that pressure, like, you know, we're all here for each other, even if it's virtual, that's like the, the, the greatest part of this group is like, we allow all, all opinions, like all perspectives. Um, and we support each other in our growth and who we're trying to become. And, you know, if we're interested in being the best versions of ourselves, you know, the place like the Wags of SCI private group and the, the discussion group and the self-care group are great places where you can get like-minded women to support you in your journey. If you just open your eyes and open your perspective and just realize that we're all wanting one thing and that is health and safety. And, and we all want to be alive. We're just doing it in different ways. And mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Like we're just making different choices, but we all want that. Everybody wants that. So don't hate on each other for, because we all want the same things. Right. Right. That is a very good takeaway there is we're all wanting to be alive and safe and healthy. Yeah. Just in our own ways. Right. That's very so, true. If you guys feel that you would like to have somebody connect with over any of the subjects that we've covered today or any other topics that we've covered in the past, please feel free to contact us at wegsofsci at gmail.com. We love hearing your guys' feedback today. I checked on our podcast, um, chart, chartable podcast, and it looks like we are still alive and well in Estonia. So <laughs> shout out. We have risen a few spots to uh, shout out to Estonia. So that's very, very cool. Um, you know, when you, like Brooke said, when you don't know, or you don't think you're making a, a difference in, in anybody's world, you are, you're still there. You're, we, we really thrive. I need this from you guys as well, because you are sort of in our corner and we're there for you. So that's a big part of Wags of SEI and our community that we have built. For sure. And just to go back to quickly before we, we end off what Elena was talking about earlier, how going through spinal cord injury can really shape your perspective in ways that opens minds of not just yourself and your partners, but everybody around you. So we want to encourage you guys to stand up for what you believe in, no matter what. And we want to know, we want to let you know that you have support no matter what. Um, and the power of just sticking with your personal truth and how powerful that is to yourself and everybody around you and how important that is in today's society and that how that's really all you can do is stick to like your truth and what's important to you and what matters to you and going through an injury like spinal cord injury or dealing with it on a daily basis it it it, your container is bigger for dealing with the problems of the world and it makes it so that you can more easily understand what may be happening that other people may not and i feel like it's definitely a gift 
Um, so look at that and, and appreciate that in yourself. And, you know, you've gone through a lot. We've all gone through a lot and we can use that to our advantage. We can, we can use that to create more awareness. And so if you have a story for, um, our month of, of caregivers awareness Mm -hmm. that you feel like you want to bring to the table, we're sharing them on our Instagram, Facebook pages. Um, and we would love to feature your story. If you have a perspective about what you're going through right now and you want to share it, please email us. Same email um, as Elena mentioned earlier, gmail.com And we will share your story. We're going to be doing it through all of November. And we're going to be taking on this awareness stance of like, let's all hold ourselves accountable and speak our truth without filters about what matters to us and what means a lot to us because this is how we bring about a great deal of change um, locally even globally your voice is powerful so big shout out to all of you who tuned in today and who are going through some similar struggles as us or are finding their voice in amidst this chaos um, give yourself a hug and Until next time, be kind to each other, love each other, and hang in there. Truly just hang in there. We're all in it together collectively. 